Welcome to Engineering Fields of Dreams podcast. We're here to share stories and professional experiences of engineers across disciplines and let you explore the amazing world of engineering. Each episode, you'll hear inspiring stories and advice from engineers, allowing you to learn from their successes and experiences. Whether you're an engineering student, a veteran engineer, or just curious about engineering, we invite you to join us and explore the amazing and ever-changing world of engineering. Welcome to this episode, Managing Data and Stakeholders, with our guest, Kathy. Thank you for being here today. Would you please introduce yourself? My name is Kathy Godwin, and I am a Senior Data Analyst for the College of Science at the University of Arizona. My background, I have a bachelor's degree in engineering physics, and then different pathways led me through research and development, and then into education, which is how I ended up here. So why did you choose this career? Why did I choose this career of data analysis? One of the reasons I left doing the research and development work that I was doing, engineering physics is like an applied physics degree, and I did a lot of material science work. And that's fascinating. But one of the things that I realized was that it wasn't fulfilling to me in the same way as when I was doing some volunteer work that was helping students. So I navigated towards education and realized that I really was interested in helping students and helping education institutions help those students. So I moved this direction, and it's a really great way for me to use my analytical skills to help other people teach students in STEM along with students in STEM succeed. So I get to kind of play that role with some skill sets that work really well for me. That's very interesting. And I assume when you're doing that, you're bridging like the data with also the communication to the stakeholders. So it's really important to help them understand what the data means and communicating that. Yeah, very much. And that's where having a background in STEM myself and having worked in the field and received a degree in STEM and engineering, I have a pretty good idea of what students have gone through and what faculty are going through and what peers are looking at. And so it's not just a matter of, here's some numbers, have a great day. Here's a pretty chart. It's more, here is the data that you asked for, and here's a little bit more about what that means and what we can do with it to help students succeed, to help graduates succeed, to help faculty and staff succeed. So a big part of it ends up being communication because a lot of times people will say, here's some numbers and go forth, but you can play around with numbers and make a mess with numbers or bias them in certain ways to make it look good. And then that doesn't necessarily help somebody move things forward. So I do spend a lot of time saying, here's what you asked for and here is what that means. And here's some different directions that we can take so that we can be successful going forward. And here's not only just like how we can be successful based on what we've asked for, but here's the next step that happens for how we should analyze the data the next time around and what kind of questions we need to do so that we build going forward. Sometimes what I do right now ends up being like the first time that somebody's asked for data in a particular area. And that's great and fascinating, but you know, then we shouldn't just stop there. We need to know that whatever changes we do make, or even if we don't make changes, is it happening consistently year after year or semester after semester? So I do spend quite a bit of time saying, yes, here's the numbers, but here's what we can 
do with them. And sometimes I do it with, I've mentioned faculty and students, but I work with people on scholarships or how to actually get donations from donors to help provide those scholarships. So it's how to even tell those stories and who these students are or what we can get and how we can help those students and what types of students we would want to help promote. So it's a lot of different areas that I work in. So can I answer your question? Yes, and I think it, your answer highlighted well that data analyst position isn't just like an order taker to generate numbers and reports. It's also the data storyteller and help helping the people understand what they can get from the data. I think it's important for somebody looking at that sort of career to understand people asking for information from data don't always know what is available. And it's an important role for the data analyst to explain what is possible and also what is not possible based on what is available. But sometimes somebody might have a very narrow request when they're actually asking a different question or they could actually learn more, but they just don't know how to ask the question. So, Yeah, that's a, I mean, that's a really good point. And just to follow up with that, I mean, I would say quite a few times somebody will ask me for a specific report or they want to see some kind of graph. And I do go through a discussion of, okay, what are you trying to get? Because sometimes they may not realize everything that they can get out of the system. I don't just say, hey, thanks for asking. And then here's a report. I would say sometimes it's a good skill for me to go into the rabbit hole of, have you thought about it this way? Or have you considered it in this way? Or have you this population instead? So I do a lot of that. That's great. I think we all want jobs that make us feel good that we're actually adding value. What is um, one thing that you know now that you wish you knew before graduation? I thought it really was just, I have this degree and then that's it. And I think what I realized then, like I saw it when I first left with my degree or with finishing my degree, this is exactly what I'll do and exactly what I'll be. And I didn't realize how flexible I could really be with the directions that I could take with my career. And I think I would have told myself to try a few more things, learn a little bit more in a few other areas. I think I would have told myself that there's still a lot of options and directions I could go in. Um, it was a great degree for me to get, and I'm really happy I did it. But also, I think there's just a ton of options that I wasn't aware of at the time. And so I, I think I would have told myself, hey, you might get frustrated with the direction you're going, but you'll be able to find a different path that really suits what you're interested in. And the skills that you gained will actually help you going forward. For sure. I think a lot of students in the STEM fields might feel that they're getting into a very narrow focus and not realize the general applicability of the skill set they've gotten in general that is very versatile and very flexible. I mean, it helps a lot right now for me to be able to have the background of having, I have my degree in engineering and that's great. It helps me have a lot of conversations to say, I do actually know what you're going through and what you need. And that's really great for me during the discussions I'm having with faculty or students to be able to say, I do know what's going on. And then the analytical skills gained from receiving that degree, I think really helped me a lot and helped me navigate. So you talked about communication, but one of the things that is really helpful for me is that I sometimes consider myself to be a translator in the sense of somebody will ask me for very text specific or very data specific information. And then some of the people that I need to present it to eventually 
really had no knowledge of statistics or data or anything else. So I need to translate that information to be able to cross and make sure that everybody understands it. Yeah. So leading to my next question, we've known each other for a long time. So I know that there's probably more than one challenging professional situation that you could share and explain what you learned from it. Yeah. I mean, there's been quite a few. Yes. I think one of the ones that I would share is that, so since a lot of the students that you'll be sharing this with are in engineering, I think you have a lot of stakeholders that are involved in projects that you work on. And you can't make everyone happy all of the time. So that's an interesting part of working on projects. And I did work on a project where it seemed like each one of the stakeholders was trying to pull things in a lot of different directions. And then our scope was stretching beyond the bounds of, I think, what was even possible to do. So maybe it could have been possible in a beta version, but eventually doing all of it, this just not really a good way to do it. So it became a very difficult situation because, you know, you kind of want to keep all the stakeholders happy, but we truly can't keep all of them happy. So I think one of the things that I learned from that actually has a lot to do with bringing the stakeholders back in and reviewing what our kind of initial charges were to get things done and to be able to say, these are some really great ideas that many of you have, um, but it is not something we can get done right now. And there were some pulls even in that discussion. There were some pulls in that discussion to be like, yeah, but we found out this one is really important. And so then navigating that conversation be like, you know what, that's actually a really good point and we can go that direction, but what are we going to give up in the process? So being able to navigate that discussion became a really important part of things for what I learned from that project as well as being able to use it since then. Because sometimes you do learn as a project is getting started, oh, there is more that should be done or maybe that should change for this one, but what do we need to change instead? And getting all the stakeholders to agree to that because it is it is hard to make so many people happy. I mean, on a campus, you have administrators and faculty and students and grad students and you just have a wide variety of people and then you have donors and you, you cross all of it how do you navigate all of it? You can't make everyone happy about everything that's happening. Um, so I think a lot of that was getting better at communicating. I hear what you're saying and being able to say, that's a really good idea. What else can we do? I'm fine with moving this direction. What else can we do over here? Because time-wise or finance-wise or any kind of resource, it just wouldn't be possible to complete. Or even being able to say, we can do that, but then I need help from all the stakeholders to help communicate to the populations that this is going out to, to say, hey, I know that we might miss this deadline, but we all agree as stakeholders that it's okay to miss this deadline because here's a feature that we're getting. So being able to use those stakeholders in a way that's beneficial for everyone, and it's not just, it wasn't just me or the team that I was on trying to be the only ones communicating. It was like using some of those people to be like, hey, but it'll be great if we can do this. And then it wasn't just us saying we're missing a deadline. It was other people saying we've all discussed this and we think this is the best thing for the project going forward. I hope that kind of answers what you were asking. Yeah. And I was thinking too, from our many conversations that a lesson that I recall you sharing was that it's sometimes it's not about you. Like when you're working with people and there's various stakeholders and they all have specific wants that sometimes they might be very upset, but it's important to remember 
that it's really not a reflection on you as a person or as the data analyst. It's some of the politics of being on a project with a lot of collaborators and different stakeholders. It's very incredibly true. Very true. Because that is sometimes when I have been on a project, my initial response is, wait, it's me. No, it's not me. There's a lot going on. And what can we do to make it a successful project overall? Yeah. Yeah, very good. So what advice would you impart to someone at the start of their career? So question, start of their career as a data analyst or start of their career as whatever? In STEM or whatever, it can be however you want to take it. I think (laughs) there's a couple of things that I would say. I'll start with the most important thing that I can think of. It's okay to ask questions. It really is okay to ask questions. It is not a sign of weakness to ask for help or ask questions, especially when you are new to an area. it, it feels very strange. I do think that's a lesson that I've learned over time, but it, it feels felt a little strange to ask because I'm supposed to know all these things and you know all this information. And even in the position I'm in, in right now, it's not like I am new to the institution or I am new to data analysis or even in some cases new to the college that I'm in. Being in a different position means I, I need to ask questions to really understand what somebody else is asking for. And that takes a lot for me to decide that it's okay to ask that question. This is me admitting it's one of my weaknesses that I'm scared to ask that question every now and then, even now, because I don't want somebody to think I don't know it. Okay, but if I don't know it, somebody else didn't know it, or how can I do my job if I don't ask? So it's so much easier to just actually say, I need to ask this question in order to be successful, in order to make the project successful, in order to make me successful. So I... That's one of the things, and I think a lot of times with engineering, you're bright and you're talented and you succeed in math and all these science fields, so you can do it. But you're also literally human beings who it is impossible for you to know everything. So I think that is one of the big things that I would say is it's okay to ask questions and you'll be more successful when you do. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think that's very important at the beginning of your career, but I think it's also very important as a data analyst. Um, asking questions up front when somebody brings a request to you to make sure that you fully understand what they're hoping to get out of the request so that you, like to use your term earlier, a rabbit hole, don't go down the wrong rabbit hole and spend a lot of time and it's like, no, that's not what I wanted. So I think asking questions is an important skill in a career. And especially, as you said, at the beginning of the career, but especially in the data analyst role, asking questions is always important. Yeah. Definitely. I think when we talked earlier about I have to ask some questions because maybe somebody doesn't know what they're asking. I don't always know what they're asking for if I don't do some follow up questions and then I can end up with the wrong information. So there's a lot of questions that I do ask to start with before I really get very far into a project. I am curious enough about all the numbers that I look at that I could very easily rabbit hole on so many different topics. And some of the people that I work with love that I'll ask a bunch of questions and might rabbit hole. But I need to be mindful of how many projects I'm working on and don't want to end up with information that's really not important for what we're working on. Thank you so much for your time today and the very sage advice and for being on the podcast. All right. Thank you so much for inviting me. Appreciate it. We'd like to thank today's guests for sharing their professional experience and career advice. We appreciate their insight and taking the time to share them with our audience. 
you, the listener. Thank you for joining us on this journey and exploring the ever-evolving world of engineering. We hope we've inspired you to pursue your dreams and ambitions. Let us know if there are topics or fields you'd like to hear more about. Until next time, we wish you the best of luck on your engineering journey. Thank you.